good evening from where you are around the world listening to this podcast. This is Ghana in Focus with myself, Kwame. I'm a Ghanaian journalist, broadcaster, and entrepreneur. And in this week's edition of Ghana in Focus, we'll be talking about Ghana, Africa, and the vaccinations. This in the light of Ghana uh, becoming the first African country to impose strict um, rules and regulations on people who are wanting to come into Ghana. But before we get into the uh, podcast, just to make you aware that this podcast was brought uh, possible by Busbar.com, who were able to give me the advice and the tools that I needed to develop my own podcast. And they were able to do this by a online tutorial that gave me all the information that I needed in order for me to record and develop my podcast. And so if you would like to do the same, you can uh, contact busbrat.com and they will give you uh, all the information that you need in order to start your own podcast. All right, so let's get into today's uh, podcast. So there's been a lot of controversy uh, because Ghana made a major announcement yesterday to introduce tough new entry rules in response to the so-called Ombrecon uh, variant that has, you know, changed the game in terms of this whole coronavirus pandemic has been applied. And so the government of Ghana, along with the Ghana Health Service, have made it quite clear that for midnight tonight, anybody who is wanted to come to Ghana must be fully vaccinated. All right, so I'm just going to read you uh, what it says on the um, website here uh, in terms of uh, gaining entry, the entry requirements coming into Ghana. So effective midnight tonight, all persons aged 18 and over arriving into Ghana are required to provide evidence of being fully vaccinated against COVID-19. The Ghana Health Service defines a fully vaccinated person as someone who has taken the full dose of vaccines approved and registered by the Food and Drugs Authority of Ghana. This is in the form of either one dose of Johnson Johnson or two doses of AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna, or Sputnik V. Now, if you are resident in England with the NHS or Wales, you can use the NHS COVID pass certificate. If you're from Northern Ireland, you can use the Northern Ireland COVID certificate, or in Scotland, the COVID Scotland certificate to prove your vaccination status at check-in in the UK and also on arrival in Ghana. Now, if you are a resident of Ghana that is currently living outside of Ghana and cannot prove you are fully vaccinated, you have a 14-day exemption period from midnight tonight, where you'll be permitted to travel, but you'll be required to take the vaccine on arrival at the airport in Ghana. So these new requirements take effect from midnight tonight and were announced yesterday, and uh, you can get further details by going on the Ghana Health Service. Okay, now addition to the vaccinated uh, requirement, 
you must also undergo a COVID test 72 hours before departure from the airport of your uh, leaving, as well as completing an additional health declaration form on arrival in Ghana, as well as undergoing a further COVID test on arrival in Ghana. And so these form uh, the basis of the new uh, restrictions for people that are wanting to travel to Ghana as from midnight tonight. We don't know how long uh, this is going to be uh, enforced for, but it is, you know, response to the so-called Omicron variant. So my message to the people is that why has Ghana now made this move to say to people that if you want to come to Ghana, you must be fully vaccinated. When last year, the so-called Delta variant and the South Africa variant, Ghana did not impose these draconian measures. Personally, I think that there's some sense of play here and also that Ghana is being cajoled by um, particularly the West to adopt this draconian measure because this Omicron variant has only surfaced in Ghana uh, in the last week or so because they're saying that of most of the people that have come to Ghana in the last couple of weeks, 60% of them have been unvaccinated and also have got this Omicron variant. So that means Ghana is using these people as a basis and excuse to justify their Jacobian decision to ensure that if you want to come to Ghana, you must be fully vaccinated. Let's give listeners, let me give you listeners a check as to why I think it's draconian. Did you know that between April the 1st last year and as of this recording, today, the 14th, the, the, the 12th of December, only 1,260 people have died in Ghana as a result of COVID. There's been more than 130,000 cases of COVID-19, out of which 93% of those of that figure has recovered from COVID. Yeah. Now, just suppose that to the fact that from January this year to when this podcast has been recorded, today, the 12th of December, more than 2,600 people have died in Ghana alone from road accidents. But I don't see no measures like enforcing of the road safety laws. I don't see no enforcement of the road safety laws. I don't see no one being jailed. I didn't see no one being prosecuted. I didn't see no one being fined. I didn't see no one losing their license because they've been involved in causing the deaths of people on the road. Just the other day, there was a grave accident whereby a, a VIP uh, bus coming from one of the municipal cities crashed and killed more than 25 people. So how come that driver's license wasn't revoked? Yeah, but yet, Ghana wants to impose this draconian measure, i.e. you must be vaccinated before you want to come to Ghana, when only 1,260 people have died. So for me, 
it tells me that there's something sinister going on here. So let's look at Africa as a whole. So when we look at the COVID deaths in Africa, only 150,000 people have died in Africa since COVID started from COVID-19, yeah? That is less than the total amount in England. So the UK has more deaths than the whole African continent put together, yeah? And out of the 150,000 people that have died in Africa, 90,000, that's more than 70, that's more than 60% of people that have died in Africa are from South Africa alone. South Africa accounts for the majority of the cases, the majority of the deaths in Africa from coronavirus. And then we break it down further by race or by ethnicity, white people and Asian people have died the most from South Africa as a result of COVID. The African people have died, but not in the same numbers as Europeans or Asians living in South Africa. So given this then, why is there this urgent need as, as a broad church to vaccinate African people? So far, the, 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 the African country with the most vaccinations is Rwanda. That's the, that's the African country that has vaccinated people the most, followed by Egypt, uh, South Africa itself, uh, Morocco and Tunisia. And even on that, when we even go to North Africa, the South Africa accounts for more than 60% of the deaths. We look at countries like Algeria, Morocco, Egypt, and Tunisia. All those countries have more than 10,000 deaths. But yet, they want to vaccinate the whole continent? Tell us about something sinister is going on. And it's quite ironic that this variant that they call Omicron, O-M-N-I-K-R-O-N, that was a Bill Gates software. Shows the connection between Bill Gates and this coronavirus. If you got an old TEDx, TEDx um, recording from about 15 years ago, didn't Bill Gates say, and I'm uh, paraphrasing here, that if we are clever with vaccinations and our reproductive conceptives, we can reduce the world's population by 10 to 15%. Do you think he meant it when he said that? That we could use, if we're clever with vaccines and also reproductive measures, that we could reduce the world's population by 10 to 15%? You don't think there's a link there? And like I said before, for me, this whole vaccination program in Ghana and this is a content, for me, is about population control. They've always wanted to control the population of Ghana and of Africa as a whole. And if you don't believe me, there's a historical present for you. You can do your own research. I will give you three examples of how they've used vaccines to kill African people. Example number one. Go and Google Tuskegee syphilis experiment in America, 1932-1972, whereby they used a false premise to inject syphilis in African-American men in Alabama 
who then slept with women to give the black woman syphilis and other sexual transmitted diseases. Yeah, you can research that in more detail. The second example that I'll give is Project Coast in South Africa, right? That Project Coast in South Africa, you can Google it, Project Coast, Dr. Def, Dr. Milan, he was uh, appointed by P.W. Bofa to embark on a biological chemical warfare weapon program to kill only African people in South Africa. Yeah, you can Google that and research for yourself. And thirdly, Northern Nigeria, 1996, Pfizer. Pfizer went on a pretense of saying that there's a smallpox outbreak in Northern Nigeria. And as such, they want to vaccinate people against smallpox, yeah? So under this program, more than 20,000 people were killed as a result of Pfizer injecting people unknowingly against so-called smallpox, to the extent that the Nigerian government sued Pfizer for more than $100 million and is still being paid out today. So that's three examples of how they've used sinister means to use vaccinations to kill African people. Yeah, and like I said, if you don't believe me, use those three uh, examples to do your own research. So this is why for me, Ghana insisting that people must be vaccinated in order to come into country is very, very sinister. Because as of this recording is going out, only 10% of Ghanaian people have been vaccinated. Ghana is now embarking on a program whereby they want to use December and January to vaccinate the at least 20 million Ghanaians. That's basically the adult population of Ghana. And I hear in some quarters, they even want to vaccinate children over 15. So that tells you that the government of Ghana has allowed itself to be hoodwinked by the World Health Organization and others into being scared into this so-called um, Omicron variant that Ghana has felt it fit necessary that people coming to Ghana must be fully vaccinated. I also hear that obviously this time of day, December, there's many people coming into Ghana for the various events, for example, Afachala and also Beyond the Return events. Now, to my sources on the ground, I gather that a lot of these events, when I heard on Ghanaian news last week, that if you want to go to a beach, if you want to eat out, if you want to go to some of these events, if you want to even watch a football match, you must be fully vaccinated. Excuse me. <coughs> you must be fully vaccinated for fear of spreading this Omicron so-called variant, which came from South Africa to the extent that they've banned, you know, this is the West actually, they've banned flights coming in from 10, seven African countries, um, especially South Africa, Zimbabwe, Eswatini, Namibia, <coughs> and Angola to mention a five. So it tells you that they want to attack Africa using this Omicron so-called variant as a means to kick Africans in the teeth. We also gathered that the bad Nigeria. Nigeria has only reported two cases of Omicron, but yet 
the WEF has also put Nigeria on the so-called red list because of supposedly high in cases of <coughs> the Omicron variant. So what I'm saying is that this imposition of a vaccine by Ghana, the government of Ghana, and also the Ghanaian Health Service is for me a draconian measure and it is un unjustified, particularly whereby you find only 1,260 deaths out of this coronavirus in over a year and a half. All right? So I want people to actually really think about the real agenda as to why Ghana has imposed this draconian measures on people wanting to come into Ghana. And secondly, what is the whole agenda behind the vaccination program? Like I said, it's about population control. And if you don't believe me, like I said, you can use, use the sources that I've mentioned tonight to go and do your own research and find out if the agenda is population control. I believe that is population control, and this is why, you know, they are taking this means to vaccinate up to 60 to 70 percent of the African continent, and why Ghana is imposing this draconian measure on arrivals coming into Ghana. And so, I hope you've enjoyed this version of Ghana in Focus. Uh, we'll be having our last Ghana in Focus of the year next week, where we're going to interview a successful uh, Ghanaian uh, businessman. And so, until next week, from myself, uh, Kwame, and all the crew here on Ghana Focus, thank you very much for tuning. And if you like what you hear, you could please um, support the show by donating as little as one US dollar a month to help us continue to bring you exciting content from Ghana. And so until next week's show, uh, thank you very much for listening and do enjoy the rest of the evening.